Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. UKW, showdown Friday night, I know a bit late, but they fixed it. They fixed loads of stuff this week. And it's almost as if I... It took me a few minutes to think, hang on a minute, this is different. What we get first up is Sid Phoenix, our new general manager. And you know, I'm not keen on Sid Phoenix in general in the ring, but he's been a bit of a revelation last week. Continues to be this week, but he welcomes us. And I'm, only then do I realise, oh, hang on a minute, we haven't got 30 minutes while we're looking at people preparing. It actually works. He tells us at the main event last week, Joe Sedgwick's um, shoulders were not down, which we kind of thought. So this week there will be a Joe versus Cerebral Stee match to determine who picks their poison. Yes. And that was will be the first match up. It's all right, actually. Tell you what else they've done. Hallelujah. They've sorted out the commentary levels. Now, JPR and Sid together last week were great. Great this week as well, because JPR's got a more kind of... Not laconic, but he's he doesn't drive the thing. He doesn't feel the need to. He keeps things going, but he doesn't drive. That's not his his style. Sid has a style that's got real energy to it. So that complements beautifully, actually. Okay, in the match, it was all right. Early on, Joe, a, a Joe ankle, Joe ankle, a Joe ankle Sedgwick lock. Bloody wonder what that is. Anyway, it's a Joe Sedgwick ankle lock. The crowd chant. Break it, break it. That's very kind of you. How lovely. <laughs> and later on, a nice DDT from Joe into a Canadian destroyer, which makes both JPR and Sid scream with delight. Quite right. In the end, though, Cerebral Steve gets the win with what they call um, the heart stopper. He calls it that. It's a kick to the chest. It's quite a nice, it's quite a nice idea, actually. And then... Just the J. Row Lewis, the third junior, comes out. Chance of where's your hair gone? I mean, I asked that last week. <laughs> Did people not realise last week that he'd had a haircut? Anyway, he calls for a handicap match next week. I think it's both of them versus Joe. I'm sure that Jonathan Sedgwick, yes, your muffins are well toasted, sir. The owner of the company will um, will be out with him next week, maybe, as he is his son. And here's something else new this week. Hallelujah. I've been asking for this for so long. There's an edit. We don't mind, you know. Go to the end of that match and get to Shelby, who's announcing. I mean, I like Shelby's announcing. But what you generally get is at the end of every line, you get that. Don't necessarily need that, but it adds some energy, so that's good. So, yes, there's an edit into the Andrew Jepson versus Young Horus match, which is... um. It's great to see. I've been saying, why don't you just get someone to edit stuff? They've done it. Brilliant. It looks really professional. Nicely done. Hallelujah. Okay, early on, look, you or us won't engage. Not surprised. Jepson's a big chap. He calls JPR out at one point. JPR's not going to... He's not going to do it. There's a match already in the ring. You've already got an opponent. He's standing behind you. Jepson eventually... Deals with him very easily. Beal all over the place, all of that. But Young Horus does get some um, offence in. A step-up knee is very nice. But after that, he just gets thrown down as if he's trash, says JPR. Yep. Then there's a leg sweep for a two-count. And, of course, 
Jepson gets the pin eventually. It was okay. You expect it. Big man versus small man. Oros didn't get that much um, offence in, really. Could have done with getting a bit more in so we could see that Jepson was in at least mild peril. But not really. Anyway, next you've got Madhead. Ah, screaming all the blooming time. He won't stop. I really wish he would. Versus Billy O'Keefe for the Round the Clock Championship. Spoiler alert, thank goodness Billy O'Keefe wins. And the Round the Clock Championship, which I'd hoped, is now becoming a wrestling championship. He invites people into the ring, he beats them, nobody jumps in the ring afterwards and tries to beat him, nobody attacks him in the parking lot afterwards, or on the bus on the way home, he goes up to the top deck and there's a bloke on the on the back seat, and it turns out to be, I don't know, Mustafa Khan, and he smacks him and gets the belt. Not that Mustafa Khan will be interested in that belt, and we are going to hear from him later on, so that's good. Okay, this match was all right. It wasn't great. JPR's gone missing. Did I miss something? Did he need to go to micturate? And Has he gone to the toilet? But anyway, because Sid is on his own, he's just driving this far too much. He's telling us everything that's happening. Every single thing. We can see it, Sid. I know you're dead keen, mate, and that's fair enough, but we can see what's happening as well, you know. Generally, Madad has a very basic offence. And Billy O'Keefe doesn't get much in. There's quite a lot, you know, there's a lot of punches and things like that. In the end, O'Keefe doesn't do his his hammerlock clothesline, which is a shame, really. He gets a low DDT for a win, and um, it wasn't brilliant. So let's get Mustafa Khan in. Looks like he's in his house. He's suited and booted. Looks good. He said it's a new Mustafa Khan. He's dropped weight. He's 48. I've dropped weight and I'm 48. I can't wait to to be at your garden gate. Anyway, he's dropped weight, he's been in the gym, and he wants a new challenge. And it's an open challenge. This is going to be great, actually. Um, Certainly, Sid thinks it's great. As JPR comes back from wherever he's been, hope he gave it a good shake. Anyway, it's going to be good, this open challenge. I'm looking forward to who will step up. Next, we get Ian Creed versus Johan Hunt. The less said about this, the better. It's not ideal. Ian Creed gets most of the work. Don't call him Creep, by the way. That's the that's the angle. Um, that's the shtick, really. He, he's got basic offence, and he does a lot of it. So it's clubbing blows, a clothesline, smacks Johan Hunt's head on the mat, puts the finger in the ear, and then eats it. All of that. Then, oddly... Leonie Rose is out. Now, she's got the dream ticket, but I, I thought, there's no title at stake here. She pushes Johan Hunt out of the way and takes a knee for him. Johan then hits the curb stomp. I don't know what happened. I don't know how he got to do that, because if she took the knee, so surely Ian Creed would still be on his feet. But he seems to be on the mat. Johan Hunt hits a curb stomp and wins. He helps her up. They walk out together. A new alliance, perhaps? I don't really want to see Leonie Rose with making an alliance with anybody unless she's going to create a stable of wrestlers. I think she could do that. You know I like Leonie Rose's work. I think she's a horrible heel, and I think she does it really well. Now, to your main event, which was actually really 
rather good and surprised me, which doesn't happen very, happen very often, doesn't happen very often in wrestling these days, because I've seen so much of it. It's the match that's been promised for a while, Tag Team Championships, Cayman Carlisle and Henry Winter, The Collective versus Big Duncan and Tommy Dillon meet in the ring, as he's called by me. Now, Winter and Big Daddy, Duncan, they they look at each other face off early on. Winter doesn't seem bothered. Big Daddy, Duncan, has to be pushed back to the, to the corner by Dylan, who wants to start off. And actually, he attacks Winter early on. He goes for it. When Carlisle comes in the ring, though, he, it's a nice kick to the back of Dylan's head. But they do work really well together. It's smooth. It's pretty good. However, he gets the better of... Dylan, who's crawling over. They're both, in fact, crawling over to their respective corners. Cayman Carlisle gets the tag. Dylan... Duncan refuses to tag him. And leaves, standing at ringside. Of course, Dylan is slammed and then pinned. And Duncan comes back in. Says to Dylan, you had one job, doesn't like his work. Well, I'm not that keen on his work, but I'm not going to come back and beat him up, mate. Actually, he hits a rather good black hole slam on him. It's really nice. JPR comes in to help. He's always doing that. Don't go in to help, mate. You know you're going to get all too late. Here come Carlisle and Winter. Carlisle running down to the ring. Winter a bit slower. And they they hit the kind of doomsday device sort of come heart attack. You know, the, you know, the heart foundation thing. It's that, really. But it's more like a doomsday device because it's so high. Because Winter's so big. And uh, leave him lying. So there he is lying there. This is the second time in a few weeks. JPR, stay at the commentary desk. Don't go down on your own to see if people are all right. Oh, and there you go. What is going to happen with Big Daddy Duncan? Is he going to turn heel? Looks like it. That's the best thing he could possibly do. Because if he doesn't, he will turn out to be a bit of a Big Daddy figure, I think. And I don't think anybody really wants that, do they? This week, though, really good. Slick, some of the in-ring work wasn't great, I have to say. Some of the matches went past and you, you thought, they're in one ear and out the other for me. Or in one eye and out the other, or whatever, you know? They were in and out like a sour plum, let's say. But that main event was good. And I liked the first match with Joe Sedgwick and Cerebral Stee. Plus, JPR and Sid Phoenix, I hope they continue on commentary because they really complement each other very, very well. And they've got edits and sorted out the beginning. It looks great. Well done, UKW. Let's keep this up. I love it when promotions do what you want them to do. Small victories. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.